This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Governor Ivey will be given two pieces of legislation to consider signing into law. The Alabama legislature passed those bills last week, which are now headed to the governor's desk. The bills would make any income received by Alabamians from the American Rescue Plan Act exempt from the Alabama state income tax. That tax amount is 5%. One of the bills would exempt stimulus checks from state taxation, and the other bill provides exclusion from state taxation for any enhanced federal child tax credits that are coming from the ARPA. State Senator Dan Roberts sponsored one of the bills, SB 152, and State Representative Jim Carnes did so with HB 231. Roberts says the fiscal note on these tax cuts is zero since the state of Alabama never anticipated this income or factored it into the state budget. Both of the state lawmakers estimate the tax savings to be around $87 million for Alabamians. A big move in real estate is happening, as well as future expansion. Lake Homes Realty signed a 10-year lease and will be moving into a new corporate headquarters in Meadowbrook, which is in Shelby County. The company will then plan to expand by adding 400 new jobs over the course of the next five years. Lake Homes Realty operates in 33 states. They also run two subsidiary companies, Real Source Title Insurance and Real Estate Closing, The company is moving from another Hoover-based facility to this larger facility, which is also closer to Highway 280. This will give them a better position for growth. CEO Glenn Phillips spoke recently about the company's future. When I say uh, full-service, highly virtual, people say, oh, you're like these, and they mention cloud-based real estate companies. No, this is a people business. Our agents don't have offices. Uh, yet they tell us they get better support than when they did have an office. COVID actually, we're almost pre-designed to operate in a COVID world with our real estate agents around the country. It was our fastest growth year ever when COVID hit. And not just because of people wanting to get to the lake, it was because we were set up to keep moving operationally. And that may be the future of real estate. It's one possible future. A Huntsville police officer is arrested for driving under the influence of alcohol and also getting involved in a wreck. 31-year-old Taylor Stiegel was charged with a DUI by Alabama state troopers. Stiegel was off duty at the time of those charges. The Alabama law enforcement agency says that the two-vehicle wreck occurred this past Sunday. The driver in the other vehicle had to be hospitalized for injuries to his neck. Stiegel has been placed on administrative duties within the Huntsville Police Department until this ALEA investigation is completed. An Alabama inmate who was serving a life sentence has now died. 42-year-old Jonathan Revels was found unresponsive in his cell during a cell check. Revels was at the Donaldson Correctional Facility in Bessemer. The coroner's office did perform an autopsy and is reporting no signs of foul play or trauma. Revels was serving time for a murder in Lee County back in 2007. Well, the Food and Drug Administration is now temporarily closing down family dollar stores due to what they found at a distribution site in Arkansas. The FDA says they found unsanitary conditions, including a massive rat infestation at the facility in West Memphis, Arkansas. The FDA is ordering some closing to the affected stores, which includes those in Alabama, Mississippi, Missouri, Tennessee, Louisiana, and Arkansas. The FDA is also alerting the public to products that have been purchased from those stores starting from January 1st of 2021. 
They say the products risk having contamination from being held in that Arkansas facility. Some of the products at risk include food, cosmetics, and over-the-counter medicine. So far, 404 of those family dollar stores have been closed, at least temporarily, by the FDA. The mayor of Fort Payne, Brian Bain, gets recognized for his leadership in a small town. Bain was chosen for the 2021 Small Town American Civic Volunteer Award, along with 100 other municipal leaders from across the nation. There were a total of 700 nominations being submitted from 49 states to Civic Plus. That's the organization that is giving out the award. They honor local leaders. Bain has been the mayor of Fort Payne since 2020. Before that, he served on the city council for one term. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the Biden administration is indicating that economic action will soon be taken against the country of Russia. President Joe Biden is expected to issue an executive order that would stop any economic activity from the U.S. from happening in the two regions of Ukraine, Donetsk and Luhansk. This is due to the fact those regions have broken away from Ukraine and are now being recognized as independent entities by Russian President Vladimir Putin. This now gives Putin a greater edge when it comes to invading Ukraine, since he's able now to send military forces into the breakaway regions that he's recognizing as independent of Ukraine. The European Union is also looking into potential sanctions against those two regions. A longtime ally to Bill and Hillary Clinton has now been tapped by Joe Biden to help him find the next Supreme Court nominee. The Washington Examiner is reporting that Minion Moore has been asked to serve as the nomination advisor for engagement. Moore is also a current board member for the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Before that, she was part of the Hillary Clinton presidential campaign as a consultant, and she also served in the White House under the Clinton administration. Most recently, Moore was part of a speaking engagement with critical race theory proponent Kimberly Crenshaw from UCLA. That meeting happened this past January. Crenshaw and Moore were in agreement about promoting CRT, with Crenshaw at one point talking about pushing CRT in churches. She also criticized some of the Southern Baptist Church leaders for being opposed to CRT, comparing it to being someone who objected to Reconstruction after the Civil War ended slavery. A high-level employee of Meta has now been fired for evidence of pedophilia. 35-year-old Jaron Miles was a community development manager for Meta, which is the parent company of Facebook. He was caught in a sting operation that was run independently of the FBI, in which he was videotaped at an Ohio hotel room expecting to meet with a 13-year-old boy named Corey. That boy turned out to be a fictional decoy that was created by members of a group called Predator Catchers Indianapolis, PCI. That group self-describes themselves as pedo hunters. They offered proof of Miles confessing on video to using the Facebook Messenger app to communicate with underage boys that he was seeking to groom. Facebook confirmed that Miles no longer is employed there after they launched an internal investigation based off of the evidence PCI presented to them. The group of pedo hunters say they have also submitted the evidence to police in Palm Springs, California, where Miles is from. One of the PCI members spoke to the Daily Caller saying they're a group that operates on donations and their 15 members are unpaid volunteers. A freedom convoy of truckers is underway in the U.S., similar to what has occurred in Canada. The organizers to the U.S. event have now been kicked off of the social media platform of Twitter for posting this video. 
This message is for the President of the United States of America. My name is Kyle Sefcik of the Freedom Convoy USA 2022, and our routes meet here in DC on March 1st in time for your State of the Union address. We are very organized and our routes are public. I even pulled a permit for the National Mall to be respectful. I just wanna be as transparent as possible from the start so there's no confusion. We are coming peacefully and we're gonna do this lawfully and constitutionally. I want the rest of the world to know our plans so that there's no twisting and lying about who and what we are. We just want government overreach to end. On behalf of Freedom Convoy USA 2022, we are asking you to end the state of emergency, end the mandates once and for all. We're ready to get back to our lives, the ones promised and guaranteed in the United States Constitution, Bill of Rights, and the contract that you signed and swore an oath to under the one true God. This is simple. End this. That video was then found by OAN Network and reposted to their news website. The convoy is set to start from California this week and head to Washington, D.C. Another social media platform is promising to not behave like Twitter or Facebook or YouTube and censor conservatives. That platform just officially launched today, Truth Social, is the startup media effort coming from former President Donald Trump. The Apple App Store launched the new media last night, just after midnight, is not yet available for Android phones. Well, here's some truth to add to your social gatherings. The Shamrock Shake is now available at McDonald's as we approach the month of March and St. Patrick's Day. They will also be offering the Oreo-flavored Shamrock McFlurry for a limited time. Shamrock Shake first emerged in the 1970s at McDonald franchises. It's a vanilla ice cream shake with mint flavors topped with whipped cream. You're listening to the Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he talks about the liberals' race to racism. Um, Anyway, the Louisville, Kentucky chapter of Black Lives Matter raised and paid $100,000 bail for the release of an activist who was charged with attempted murder of a mayoral candidate. So we had a guy running for mayor, um, <laughs> literally, Quintez Brown. That's his name, Quintez Brown. Uh, he was, so, so Craig Greenberg is a Democrat, actually, running for mayor. And this Quintez Brown walked into his campaign headquarters with a handgun and began firing. He was arrested for attempted murder. Nobody was hurt. Praise God. Actually, Greenberg, the mayoral candidate, had a bullet go through his sweater, but it did not hit him. How about that? Um, Mr. Brown is now bailed out because Black Lives Matter saw that he was black and that was all they needed to know. And so they raised and spent $100,000 bailing him out of jail the next day. All right. How about other stuff we've got? How about this? Washington Post. Yes, that conservative bastion of deep thought, the Washington Post. No, not really. Hotair.com. I mean, the, the article I'm looking at on Hot Air says, why don't they just go ahead and just literally say Clarence Thomas is an Uncle Tom? Because what they did was they basically said that by, for, for reasons totally unknown, like the author of this Hotair.com article even asked, how did this get past the editors at the Washington Post? When an op-ed came out and said that literally... Clarence Thomas's rulings too often resemble the thinking of white conservatives. What? What? Now, they make the point, which the first thing that comes to my mind is, he's Clarence Thomas. He is conservative. 
The color of his skin makes no difference to his policies, his positions, his values, his, his, the tenets to which he applies when he makes his rulings. Why didn't they just call him a conservative? Clarence Thomas's rulings often resemble the thinking of conservatives would have been appropriate. But instead, they tried to distinguish the black Supreme Court justice by saying he too often rules like white conservatives. What does that even mean? What, do, they, do they not even know, by the way, that there are many, many black conservatives in this country? Prominent citizens and those you haven't heard of. There is an entire army out there of conservatives of color. I know quite a few. And then there's some you can just imagine looking around Clarence Thomas being one. I mean, the, the, the bottom line is this. That is a clear example that the racism being perpetrated in this nation is very often exacerbated by liberals taking the position of racing to race. You can find more of Phil Williams at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail and want to get those reports directly to your phone, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 